This is part six of a 10-part podcast on your electronic health record and taking control of your own health management. Enjoy the episode. Now, what we basically do, the information that's going to be here, the patients are going to get consent to have all their personal data removed. In other words, anonymized. We're going to remove everything that's personal from okay. that. They're going to consent then for the data and how they used it then to be given to these universities and research institutes worldwide. And we will start different sectors looking at the information and see what do we learn from the behavior of the people that took part in the study. All right. Okay. We need to understand how did people interact with this? Why did they interact? What did they achieve? Right. How honest were they? And did they do it at all? Right. So this is the questions that we need to do in the study. So in the study, we have researchers from epidemiology. We have uh, researchers from emergency medicine. We have general medicine. We have respiratory medicine. There are researchers from, from public health and from government. We have even uh, business school involved uh, uh, in, in the study. And they are going to look at the financial and economic impact of something like this on general health and savings and costs. Yeah. Right. So they're going to look at that same data set very differently. Yeah. Than the guy of microbiology. We were very lucky to get a, a, a professor from Finland uh, that's looking from a microbiology point of view, right? So these are all different aspects that we're going to look at the same data and see what are we concluding here, guys? What is the the relevance to reduce deaths? How does this affect the outcome of using something like this that we can avoid a lockdown? Okay. And how it can be used. Because in the end, we will use the anonymized data, and I want to be very clear about this. All data will be without your details according to the GDPR and HIPAA rules and everything that applies to that. Right. People will consent to the study. And the data will be used as big data um, and artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms can then be applied to this data and we can start learn what to do better next time. Okay. How can we change this in the future for good? How did people react to daily filling in of the basic information? And what did we learn from the 600 or 800 people that took part in the study? How did they perceive it? You know, so it's nearly like creating a, a movie scene yeah, where people yeah. were put into a pandemic where it is, yeah. right? They might have no symptoms and that's fine. Even if they just report no symptoms over four days, that's also fine. But the fact that they daily report it shows that people are able and They're willing engaged. to engage with the management of a pandemic. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's 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 becoming very clear to me listening to you speak there that a huge driver of the the success of something like this, mm. just like with cryptocurrency and all that kind of yeah. stuff, is yeah. the confidence yeah. and the willingness yeah. of the end user, yeah. which is yeah. me and the client, yeah. to yeah. engage with this yeah. with this yeah. system and yeah. the trust they have yeah. in the system. Yeah. Um, so uh, everything you discussed there about international colleges and professors and doctors and multiple boards and organizations mm. in the EU backing this kind of stuff yeah. obviously lends a lot of trust and a yeah. lot of weight this yeah. is not just another company setting up something where they're telling you, give us your data and we'll keep it safe. 
this is this is going to be backed through your research and your studies here and your collaboration with multiple different countries, multiple different organizations mm. yeah. is going to demonstrate to me yeah. as the end user that we're we're making this with everybody on board. Yeah. It's not Dr. Sam, give me yeah. your data and I'll protect no. it for you. Wink, wink. No. It's yeah. just everybody's involved. Yeah. We're all doing this together. Yeah. We might have a lot of trust now. and not, But look, look at cryptocurrency. Yeah. Look at the trend over the last 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's on board and then somebody freaks out and everybody's off. But inevitably, then everybody's on board again and now we're all more on board than the last. It's, this has gone one direction. Exactly. Uh, and I don't yeah. understand much about cryptocurrency, yeah. but it's clear to see these trends and something like this with so many benefits that you've outlined. Yeah, exactly. Because I just want to make clear, we actually never own the data. That yeah. belongs to the patient and they have it the keys. It belongs to the patient. Right. Yeah. The, we are purely just the librarians yeah, yeah, of yeah. managing it and eventually making it available with the consent of the client, right? And there are interesting models around that. But the main thing that we want to achieve with the study is to get a better understanding and knowledge about the value of data today. Yes. What does it value today's data? And yes. how can we use today's data to change and create a, a, a guideline that will make a difference tomorrow? This is what was missing and what the health World Health Organization said from day one. They said two things. The lack of information is driving this pandemic. And two, testing, testing, testing. We have to test more people and isolate the correct people, not populations. Yeah. Isolate the correct people. And those, those two points are the single most important philosophy that we built into the solution. Okay. That is mainly focusing on exactly and achieving exactly that within the application itself. Okay. So ideal outcomes for you as optimistic, Dr. Sam, mm. what what would you like to see in the first stages of this test? What, what, what are you expecting to see and what would you like to see as outcomes? What are you hoping to yeah. achieve? Yeah. So what we would like to achieve and the, the basic questions we want to answer from the study is that are people and individuals ready to embrace and manage their own medical records? Okay. Yes or no? Yeah. And if we can do a large enough study, right, um, using a, a, a solution like that, how does the machine user interface work? How do people interact with a mobile phone or the computer, or how did they find that relationship? We know now people are happy booking online flights, yeah. full trust, right? Uh, online holiday, right? Banking. But now health, will they have the same attitude yeah. when they open the health record than they will have when they book a flight, you know? So we also uh, need to establish, will people use that? Is there interest for this? And how do they feel if they now become the responsible person for sharing the information? I have their report now here, but now I have to send it on to my doctor. Now, my doctor more likely will get it from the hospital anyway, yeah. because we're not going to change that. All right. But I have the right now, whenever I go on holiday, to show it to another doctor. Yeah. All right. So it opens a brand new field of telemedicine as well where a patient can actually now engage with a doctor online and share information on screen, like in a Zoom call. Yeah. Share. All right. Yeah, yeah. So that is a position patients have never been in before 
And how do they feel about that? I can't answer that. The study will answer that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We also want to know how people feel about the state not having the full control anymore or their doctor not having control. Yeah. Some people might like it. Some people might just absolutely be disgusted even with the idea. You know. I think that'll be a very interesting one because I think a lot of people talk a big game about wanting the responsibility. Yeah. But actually just want yeah. Dr. Sam to, to do it for them. Exactly. A lot of people will start to do it for them. Yeah. I would like that until you give it to them and then they go, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> but this comes with responsibility. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I put anything information into this, it is my information. I understand that, you know, but now I have to be truthful. Yeah. I can't tell the doctor now a lie anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps I'm not just lying to myself, but it's up to that to that person. Um, uh, the ethics that's involved in this topic is huge. Yeah. I have one university working only on that, looking at the ethics of how do people perceive it. And here we have different cultures, right? Like in the West, we've been very open, and that's why we see outcry about the use of information in public, etc. But in the Asian cultures, it's quite common yeah. for the uh, to, for the governments to make decisions on your behalf, and nobody would cry, right? So we need to look at the ethical impact of the different countries and cultures using an, an application like this. And then why would people engage with their own record? And Will they upkeep it and will they keep on using it? Yeah. Right. So I suppose it, it's like your online banking. Maybe you go on it once a month, sometimes too. But if you're very busy on your banking, you might be on it every day. I suppose we need to understand how people would engage with that. You know, how would they regularly actually take a note? You know what? I had a pain in my right side. I write it down. Suddenly, if you look back at that, I had that pain four times. Over the last six months, I better go and see the doctor. Yeah. I didn't realize it was actually four times. Now, that is where we believe real value will come from if people start self-reporting that they will be more mindful yeah. of their body. And we had so many podcasts about Preventative this. medicine. Preventative medicine. Now, yeah. Exactly. Being mindful yeah. of your body and to take notice of your body is telling you or trying to tell you. So that is a very important one. And could the system potentially help with that process by recognizing that you've had this right Absolutely. side pain for the last X amount of years or X amount of months, whatever like that, and it could prompt you? Exactly. Look, Dan, you've yeah. been having this pain. It's time to get checked out. Exactly. Thank you for listening to part six of this 10-part series. If you'd like any further information on the topics of this podcast, or if you'd like to get involved with the research project, please contact Dr. Sam's team on reception at newacell.com.